Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Spoiler Cast. Oh, God, we're starting. <laughs> episode number 21. Oh, yeah. And now the Spoiler Cast can drink. And beer what? is being served. I'm your host, Dan Zarzicki, and I'm joined here by Tristan Atherin Hess. Yo, doing it in my house again. And Patrick Knight. Freedom. I have freedom. freedom. <laughs> the Spoiler Cast is your weekly look at what's going on in the video game world, what we've been playing, and at the end of the episode. Well, the, the end of the episode. End of the episode. And weekly every time we can. Yeah, it's been pretty consistent recently. Uh, we spoil a game for you. You mean the last two weeks? The last two weeks. <laughs> and we're on a streak, aren't we? Uh, this week's game is actually the Stanley Parable, a smaller indie title available on Steam Maybe for Mac and engine. PC. Use definitely using the Source oh, engine, yeah. which we'll talk about when we get there. Um, but we'll be spoiling that a little bit later in the episode. Uh, last the week end of actually, the episode, <laughs> the end, some the might end say. Uh, last week, we actually talked about GTA V, so if you're listening to this for the first time, we highly recommend checking that one out. That was a good time. So I actually went back and was re-listening some of our old podcasts, and in the Dragon's Crown episode, which took place in August of last year, we were like, and maybe we'll get to GTA in a few weeks. Yep. <laughs> that didn't happen. That's nope. all. That's well, all. it was a few weeks. It was just yeah. something like 18. I was going to say, it's all relative, Tristan. Yeah. It's all relative, my friend. Um, but we always open up this show, as you all know, hopefully, by talking about what we have been playing recently. Last time I talked to Tristan first, I believe. So I'm going to shoot. Oh, uh, no, I didn't. I just no, you, Patrick, you, you tried to skip eating. over him. Because he was no, eating. No, no, no. That was no, the was news. Eating. That was the news section. It's because yeah. he was eating. So we're going to go to Tristan first this time. So Tristan, what have you been playing since we last spoke? Uh, not too much. More uh, Sticker Star Saga. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked up Rocksmith 2014. Nice. nice. I have How my first... Um, it's pretty cool. I haven't gotten started because guitar I picked up needs new strings and I need guitar picks. Is it here? My guitar? It, no, the, yeah, and the Rocksmith stuff? Yeah. Oh, if you'd like it. Is it cool if I check it out later? Totally. Oh, awesome. Totally. Yep, uh, no strings, no picks, but I'm going to look at it. Well, no, it's got strings. strings. They're just old, and, they They're just old and rusted and need to get changed out. I'm going to have some I can throw you to because I have tons of strings. Oh, well, and the cool thing is that Rocksmith actually came with a coupon mm-hmm. um, from... I forget who it was. I'll have to go look for like 25% off your next purchase of strings and accessories. Oh, nice. Guitar Center? A Guitar Center? No. Uh, from one of the actual manufacturers. Because uh, they had this whole like licensing thing going on. Was it Ernie Ball? Yes. Oh, that's fa- it fantastic. That's, those are the strings you want. So there you go. Oh, awesome. Cool. Because I know nothing about guitars. This episode of the Guitar Cast is brought to you by Nice <laughs> Springwater. <laughs> um, and beer. Did you mean to say Guitar Cast? Well, and yes. I have. Yes. And the guitar I have is one I just picked up like dirt cheap from one of our former co-workers at where we were used to work and yeah. I still work. Yeah. Um, but I really want to pick up is an electric bass. The center of the earth. Yeah. You picked up, a, you want to pick up an electric bass? I do. I'm no. not sure what to go with though. Does Rocksmith have both guitar and bass? Or yes. Is it, oh, it does. It does both. Okay. Cause, um, Doesn't and I've do been looking bass. at, I've been looking at, uh, Epiphone has an EB zero. I can get on eBay on, uh, Amazon for like 200. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, but there are mixed reviews on it and I'd want to hear it. Yeah. The Epiphone, Base EB zero, yeah. Oh, the EB zero. Those are pretty decent for starter bases. I'll look into it. It is a really nice, um, cheap base that has like a hollow body. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll. we'll talk but about Rocksmith, it. Rocksmith okay. is cool. I mean, how much have you played into it? Not too much. Cause Not the, too much. Uh, because I've stuff. already been developing Calisys, blisters. You should be developing blisters. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so Use like, like change too. Have you used change? Like quarters or anything? I'm not. I should try that. Try it out. It's not as good as picks, but it'll work. Yeah, I'm also gonna spend tons of money on optional songs. Yeah. It's. It's like Rock Band all over again. We're like, oh my god, look at all these cool songs! Right. <coughs> but the difference is, you really are learning the instrument, which is pretty yeah. cool. I'd be curious to see the workflow of it, but how they how they go about teaching you. But I mean, anything that inspires people to, I mean, that's that was a big 
conversation back when Rock Band came out. You know, people would say, you know, oh, where did you hear that metal band from or that band or whatever? And they'd say, oh, it's from Rock Band. And they'd kind of scoff at you. Yeah. Oh, man. Guitar Hero and Rock Band introduced me to so many bands. And I don't understand what the... Yeah, exactly. I don't understand what the deal is with that. I mean, like, I, I, I knew most of the bands prior because I'm big into music. I've been playing guitar for years. But for me, like, just the fact that people are getting exposure to this kind of music is fantastic. Like, oh, to totally. band music, to, 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 real, to real music and real musicians. And know? then there were people like me who bought songs DLC on Xbox and then bought songs on iTunes in addition. Yeah, but exactly. on iPod. Exactly. Yep. So it's, it's helping sales. Wink. People are getting experienced, are exposed to new music. It's fantastic. I don't yeah. understand what the big deal was with there, but I, I just got to buy... Um, and one of the things they have for 2014 version is I believe in a thing po- called love by the darkness. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to buy that. Fantastic. <laughs> Problem is that, uh, my bank and my credit card does not like PSN. <laughs> really? Like, That's, yeah. Cause like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not many credit wanna... cards like PSN. No, they really don't. <laughs> so I have to go out and buy a PSN gift card and then use that. Yep. Which is going to be annoying. Which is what I did for the DS store to uh. get Phoenix Wright. Which I'm still, I still need to get out and buy an SD card. I would have this week, but I was sick. Yeah, oh, I, I, I'm probably, I can probably just get you an SD card. I think I have plenty of those sitting yeah. around. How much, do you, how much size do you need? I have no idea. I only know it's it. all in blocks. Yeah, right, I gotta write, take notes. Picks, strings, SD card. Cool. Yep. <laughs> Ruby. Well, I've got, I've got picks coming. I okay. just ordered a pack on Amazon. Oh, okay, okay. Do you have it on your tablet for your notes? <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in my notes. I'll put it in my reminders. Actually, I have a reminder thing for that stuff. Yeah. So I've already got picks coming, and then I'll probably order some mm-hmm. strings off of Ernie Hall and Ernie Ball. Ernie Ball. Ernie Ball. <laughs> Ernie Hall. Annie Ernie, Hall. Annie, Annie Hall, Hall strings. <laughs> Annie Oakley. Yeah. Annie right. Oakley. <laughs> Bye. Anyways. <laughs> How All much right, of my coughing it. is that thing picking up? A bunch of it. All a good. It. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a little dead. It's okay. Listeners, so. It's okay. It's okay. It, it's it's fine by me. <laughs> I try not to cough when people are talking, hence why you keep hearing it in between sentences. There you go. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> so that's, right. that's basically what I've that's been cool. playing. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited to try that out in a little bit. Over to Pat. Pat, what have you been playing? Fire Emblem Awakening. Fire Emblem Awakening. Yes, the dating sim that is has swords in it. Who have you been shipping thus far? Not really anybody. Okay. Just trying to get people's supports up. I know, right? Yeah. Well, that's that's how you get the relationships up, is you yeah. have them work together. Yeah, the problem I have right now is... Bonding there's, through murder. There's a lot of things that are not explained to me. Yes! Like, I have no idea what the MT stat for weapons is. I have no idea what the DDG stat is when that gets raised by support. Direct damage? I don't know. That's Maybe. probably wrong. Um, yeah. And I have, I have no idea if I can't raise their uh, support above C right now. If I can only raise it to B at a later time, I don't know. It's, I think I got, I think I got some of my guys up to like support. I think like B. Yeah, I'm at I'm at chapter five right now, and I can't seem to like. I have a certain group of people that are always working together, and they won't get above C. Hmm. So um, I, have you met Marth yet? Met, yes. Okay. And I also defeated him with in the con tournament. Okay, so you're actually I think further than I am. You've got I've got to be behind both of you guys. Yeah, I haven't played that game in a really long time. Probably like part two or part three, I think. Yep. Chapter two or chapter three, myself. Um, and and then the there's part... the issue of DLC, which there's a whole island full of it, and it says, "Oh, you can bring these into your game," but it doesn't tell you if it costs money or not. I don't think it does because uh, I tried doing that and it never asked me for any form of payment. Um, yeah, I'm at the part where uh, you have to defend her from the assassins. Nope, I haven't reached that. Hmm. I'm at the I'm at the part. Oh, where... oh, I know what part you're at. Yep. Okay, so I am actually a little ahead of you. Yep, chapter now I remember. fifth, for fifth long. mission for me. Not for long, though. Yeah, because I, I, I play it just about every spare moment I have when I'm not blowing things up in GTA in anger. 
<sighs> yeah, I, I um, I have to get back. I actually went through my my 3ds. Is that what you've been playing this week? Pretty much, yeah. So good. What a transition. Um, <laughs> yeah, I um went back and I was like, I got to play my 3ds. I'll get game. you a new tablecloth, Tristan. You've all been. <laughs> You've all been kind of hyping it up, and we were talking about the Nintendo Wii U and the 3DS last week, and I decided i got to get back into this. So I picked up my 3DS, and I went to my drawer where I have all my 3DS games. And the ironic thing was, for a handheld console that's pick up and play, I looked at every one of these games and was like, I can't get into this right now. Like... I won't it's remember. too much of a commitment. I won't remember how to play. It's too much of a commitment. Like I, I'm. Well, I Fire Emblem's the real big bad one for that one because because yeah. of, of how the tutorial works. Yeah, yeah, especially especially with the fact that I'm playing on. You're playing on casual, right? Casual but normal difficulty. Normal difficulty but casual. And yeah. for those of you who aren't aware of what we mean by that, there are two different ways you can select difficulty in Fire Emblem. There is the actual difficulty of how hard the enemies are and the encounters are. Yep. And there's the actual type of game that the game is. Casual yep. and hardcore. Or I think it's classic. Just classic. Or yeah. Classic. Yeah. yeah. I wish it was called hardcore. It would make more. It would be fun. Or more fun. Well, but... it's it's also Japanese normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like um. It's like XCOM. XCOM has a classic mode. Yes. Yes. Correct. Well, and then there's Iron Man Impossible XCOM. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> talk about that rather. Um, I don't talk to you. Beagle, so uh, you Beagle talk Rush, to me, Patrick. Beagle I, Rush on YouTube has. I do have to get those achievements sometimes. Of Iron Man Impossible on YouTube, and yeah. it's really interesting to see how he plays the game. Because uh, it's just really good to learn how to how to play through an uh, XCOM on Iron Man Impossible. Is it's basically just you take your time and you do shit carefully. There's actually an achievement on the Xbox version that's like complete. Uh, I think it's an abduction mission in five turns or less on classic or impossible or something like that. Oh God! And then there's um, then there's another one that's like complete uh, complete a UFO crash landing with one soldier on impossible. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to get those achievements eventually. Damn it! Well, ba- basically, Beagle's stance is snipers are useless until they get squad sight. Yep. Are you referring to the original XCOM or the new XCOM that like the remake? XCOM, XCOM Enemy Unknown, Unknown and Unknown. Enemy Within is pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Unknown's the one that's like the old one, like the RTS, right, or the T. Uh, turn base, turn base, TBS. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my roommate's been playing that and trying to get me to start because oh, it's it so good. Game. Yeah, it's so good. It, Don't get attached to your troops though. That's no. what I did, and it basically just was yeah. it ruined the experience for oh. me. So getting back to what also we're talking about, about well, it, did, <laughs> it didn't ruin the experience for me. It just made me very, very, very nervous. Yeah, the problem I have with playing XCOM is that you get like one uh, troop who does who very luckily like succeeds yeah. as a rookie, and then is your best troop, and then he's the person you rely on because all your other troops are goddamn useless. Oh, see, and he I got, keeps improving. I got to the point where my whole like my whole team was just badass. It's just that there was my sniper was more badass. Yeah. He killed everything. XCOM. Everything. <laughs> well, and they always pick like the person with the worst aim to be your sniper. Ah, that was not my experience. He never Oh, that's missed. always been my experience. Once I got him the the plasma sniper rifle, it was like, well, I'm done with this mission. <laughs> well, that's always been my experience. It's like, okay, here are your recruits. They all leveled up. Well, let's see. This person has the worst aim, so let's make them the sniper. Yeah. Like, game after game after game. I'm just like, yeah. Why? Yeah. And the other one that was a the other one that was a monster was my heavy. Oh my god, it, the heavy is so useful. Yeah, if anything got out of control, it was just like rocket. Rocket. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Oh, berserkers? Not anymore." Fucking thin men. 
Awful. Oh my god, fucking Thin Men. I just kicked their ass. There, there was a point where they were just completely uh, innocuous to me. What we're referring to when we talk about whether we're talking about XCOM or Fire Emblem is when you have a classic mode like this, basically your troops are disposable. Or not disposable, but they will die. And then you'll, they'll never be and there again. And they will again. be... They'll be gone dead. And it's the same way with Fire Emblem where I'm playing classic, which is if I am playing a battle... Well, XCOM's a little different and that classic is just a higher difficulty. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. So in... Iron... And... Iron... Uh... <laughs> we can't hear you. Again. Iron Man in XCOM is where if they die, they don't come back. Well, no. Iron Man is you only get one save. You can't save multiple time, like multiple different files on the same like oh, same playthrough. Cool. I like that. Yeah, it's like once you save, you have to go all the way back to that save. If you if you die, you can't yeah. you can't have multiple tons of saves. Yeah, cool. So with Fire Emblem, like if you basically in classic mode lose a character, they're dead forever. Yep. Uh, when the mission's over, but it's not Iron Man like that. So you can save before a mission and just like oh well, yeah. I lost my dude. Restart. Yep. So it's a little bit more lenient in that respect. And then, of course, the normal difficulty is just... Well, see, I would have bad. already lost... Let's see. I would have lost my archer, my healer, and my fighter already. I think that I have more, I'd have more fun, in quotations, if I was playing on uh, casual. Yeah. Because with classic, every move is like... <laughs> like moving a character two feet to the left is like... Oh, oh God. Oh, God. I'm not sure I want yeah. to do this. If I do this... This man could run all the way down here and kill it. And even if it isn't like the most important character ever, yep. it'll lose it. And I haven't lost a single character yet. <laughs> so it'll be really telling when I get further into the game where yep. you really should be losing characters mm -hmm. maybe. And, you know, do I have to start sacrificing characters, like throwing them into fire, into the line of fire, killing them off just to survive a mission? Yep. I haven't gotten there yet, but so far I've been playing very, very carefully. Right. Well, I, got, I got close to that in... In one of my more recent missions, you know how you can replay every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Well, I was replaying a mission, and there were there were two my two cavaliers, Stahl and Sully, were paired up. Oh my god, Stahl is so fucking. I yeah, awesome. he's one of my favorites. It's like when shit hits the fan. It's like, all right, Stahl, go. <laughs> well, him and Frederick are just OP as hell. Yeah, they are. But um, I had I had Stahl paired up with Sully. And it was, um, and they were just really high level risen, like level ten, level eleven risen, and all my characters were like level five. Yeah, and you're just like, oh shit. And uh, so they killed Vake, they killed Varian, I forget who else was in that cluster, and uh, it was just Sully and uh, uh, Stahl, and a mage attacked. Sully dodged it because she was the leader of the pair, mm -hmm. and then a knight came over. He attacked, and Sully had like six health at the time. Stahl blocked it. Yeah. And then I just ran them like hell all the way across the map, and then I sent Frederick in to mop up. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Frederick, go kill. <laughs> they're the, they're, the, right, they're the horsemen, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, those guys are fucking so OP. It's ridiculous. They're ridiculous. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't tried Lon Kui, though, so, and I, I expect I'll like him. Yeah. The Griffin Rider is also really the useful. The Pegasus one? Yeah. Yeah, Sumia. Yeah, but you have to watch the fuck out for archers. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like, yeah. whenever I'm playing with her, it's, okay, target the archers first. Then send her in to mop yeah, up. Yep. The first yeah. mission that she came out, there were archers all on one side and no archers on the other. I was just like, like you go over there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I remember that mission. It's and then uh, basically I, showing you, yeah. send her that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the love of God, send her that way. And then when I lost, uh, when I lost Lissa, the the cleric, the reason I lost her lost was her? was I uh, I didn't know how to properly read the battlefield yet uh, because it hadn't given me that tutorial. Yep. So I put her behind all my men, but I didn't realize the guy could just run past all of them and kill her. I know. That's what keeps throwing me off a of fire emblem. It's a, there's no, like, attacks <coughs> of opportunity where it's not like... Yeah. 
You run past me? Oh, well, I'm going to take a stab at you while you're running past me. And there's me. no flanking either. There's no flanking. It's like... <coughs> yeah. But that's, I, I, I'm expecting yeah. there to be more to it yeah. than there is. In that, that respect, keep, yeah. And that keep, in that respect, that keeps throwing me off. Because I'm used to shit like that and stuff like Disgaea or other... I actually think I lost Lissa and Vake twice. Another time I lost Lissa, oh God, I tried to pair true. somebody up with her. Mm-hmm. So that they would take the damage instead of her, but instead it put her in the lead. Oh god! And it was like right in front of a knight, and I was like, "No! Ah, yep! No! Not like that! Switch over!" And pretty much the same thing happened to Vake, where I wanted to switch him out and, it, and with the person that I paired with him, and it just didn't work. It was just a, it was a concept that I didn't understand, and just. Do you get more healers than Lissa? Because I always feel like I'm always. Short of healers when I'm playing. Um, I think you get one more later on because she is so useful. Like if I lose her, I'm restarting the game. Well, like, you could go and you can go into the DLC. Maybe there's some healers in there. Maybe it's like great. Thanks, <coughs> thanks for making me pay more money for more healers. It's, well, we haven't had to pay. Well, he says he hasn't had to pay. Yeah, I, I mean, had to pay. Yeah, it's a game I paid fifty dollars for. Exactly. <laughs> you can have you can have three you can have three uh or you can 40. have three Marths if yeah. you wanted to. Yep, you can have a Prince Marth, a King Marth, and the Marth from the actual game. That's awesome. Triple Marth. <laughs> so I was playing. I was. I looked at it and then passed that one by. But I want to get back to it. It was yeah. the most. It was the most appealing of all the games. Like literally, even the one I picked yep. up, which I'll talk about in a second again. It was the most appealing looking. I just. I was just. Ugh, I can't get into this right now. It's just too much going on, right? Because <laughs> yep. I'll get in. I'll probably lose a bunch of dudes because I don't know how to play. Then I'll have to restart. So I ended up um, popping in uh, 3D Land, Mario 3D Land, because I was like, it's Mario. You just it's jump Mario. In. You yeah, jump, and that's a Wii U title. Right? Run and jump in, no. man. 3D Land is the 3DS one. So what's 3D, the one? 3D World is oh. the yeah I know it's ridiculous. 3D World is the Wii U one, which hopefully I'll be getting. HD soon. is hard. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> the HD is hard one. HD titles are hard. Yeah, um, 3D Land is the one that came out around the launch of the 3DS, but uh, it's really good. I mean, it's a Mario game. They're all fun, but it it brought back t- to my attention. It, it I keep asking this question to myself after I do it over and over and over again. There was a time about 10 years ago where I would buy every fighting game franchise. Because I was determined that I was going to enjoy one of them. You're going to find a fighting game franchise, and you're going to like it. And then finally, one day, I think it was like Street Fighter for one of the, the new Mortal Kombat. I picked it up, and I had a certain experience with it. And I said, you know what? Fighting games just aren't for me. <laughs> yep. I keep buying Nintendo consoles right when they come out. Yep. My 3DS <laughs> is so fucking painful to play on. <laughs> and it's not because of the size of the screen. It's the, the size of the unit. Doing anything in Mario is so uncomfortable that I can't play for more than like twenty minutes before I, <laughs> before I'm done. Here, hold it for a second, yeah. just yeah. to just to get a feel for it. Yeah, for the you XL. Open this up. Yeah, because yours is not the XL, right? Yeah. So the thing with mine is my fingers are so close. Honestly, I don't think that this would alleviate any of my frustration, though. To be honest, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Two, three yeses at once. Mother of God. Yeah, it's still a little bit. It's still a little bit interesting. <laughs> I hope I got picked up. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright infringement. Yeah. Copyright infringement. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, that definitely did not come over. No. My 3DS, I'm just like, my yeah. hands are like really cramped. Running with Mario and jumping at the same time while doing the long jump button, forget about it. Hmm. It makes it a really uncomfortable experience, but it was fun and I almost beat it. I will say that my favorite fighting game franchise has to be Guilty Gear. Yeah. Just hands down. So my favorite, my favorite so far is just UMVC. Yeah, UMVC is really UMVC good. UMVC is fun. What I like about Guilty Gear is I like that every character in that u- is unique. 
and yeah. plays differently, and there's a character for everybody. Oh, excuse me, Soul Calibur is another one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like well, the Soul. problem I have with Soul Calibur is I played with people who were way too into it, like the guard breaks or guard impacts or whatever. More than that, like invulnerability frames and yeah. like actual like specific hitboxes, and like, I was just like, yeah, that that's my problem with UMVC. But like, I got pretty decent at it. Yeah, I will say that my favorite character in Guilty Gear is Axel. Yeah. The one with the red hair, right? He's one of the 13, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What? Let's not veer over that territory right now, <laughs> shall we? Well, have you heard the bizarre theory that Axel and Bridget are actually brothers? That Axel is uh, Bridget's older brother from the future who's gone back in time? Bridget's a girl's name, Tristan. Yes. Ever Lo! Every man is gay for Jan Bridget. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Bridget um, is a trap. <laughs> the other game I've been playing, got him, a bit of, is Mark of the Ninja. I downloaded oh. that. Haven't touched it yet. It's really great. I downloaded it. It was free, uh, not free, but really cheap on the Steam sale. So I picked that up and was playing it. It's actually really good. So Mark of the Ninja is like a 2D stealth game <laughs> where you stay in the darkness. Um, but what's cool about it is and they get and they give you bonuses, so they kind of want you to play this way, which is the way I'd like to play because it's more fun. It makes it more of a puzzle game, yeah. than anything else. Is you can play the entire game pretty much without killing dudes. Mm. You can just play it stealthily, and you have to figure out how to sneak by them as opposed to just I'll run behind you, stab you in the back, run behind you, stab you in the back, and then just kind of clear to the next room. They do give you a point value if you don't kill anybody and uh-huh. achievables. Yay! Which is my Keep one complaint about the Stanley Parable. Yeah, I can't wait for that. We'll get there. I, I, actually, have as, I actually have it as a bullet point. It is point. impossible for you to 100% it. Well, well, I actually have it as a, as a, as a bullet point in the uh, notes, so we'll, yep. we'll get there for sure. We'll get there. It, won't, it, will not, it, will, it will not be unturned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get there. But um, <coughs> it's really cool that you can go through and just play the game without killing people, like sneaking around, jumping up to ceilings, peeking out creating distractions i really recommend it if you like stealth games it's a little bit faster paced than like a splinter cell yep if you're playing it stealthily or even a metal gear but it's it's kind of cool metal gear. metal gear metal gear metal gear metal gear gear metal gear metal gear anyways enough about major zero anyway on a related note i saw the first episode of space dandy last night yay the, the zombie one is the first one right uh yeah I, think, I believe so yeah i thought that was weird to start with that one but you know oh the one where you mean they all die at the end? <laughs> yep and then yep oh my god it's well you know what's crazy about that series is that it's so it's by studio bones who've done erica seven film. full metal alchemist right but the director is the same guy who directed bebop. cowboy bebop yep Really? Sa- uh, Sakaguchi? Is that his no, last name? No, uh, Shinichiro Watanabe. Watanabe, that's right. Yep. <laughs> One of the two, yeah. <laughs> and it's got the same kind of opening where there's a dedicated band playing the music. That's awesome. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, we should watch an episode. There was actually after. just there was actually just a, um, not that IGN has the greatest articles in the world, but there was yes. just an article about the top 10 openings mm-hmm. for anime, and the number one was Cowboy Bebop. Oh, with Tank, totally. Course, which was obvious. Um, but they also had Elf and Lead way up there, which I was shocked by, because it's just like an operatic oh, and very, and very, we'll talk about Elf and Lead after, <laughs> after, after we're done filming, because I don't, don't want to waste people's time talking about, about Elf and Lead. I still haven't finished it because the anime club got upset at it. Yeah, but anyway. Um, so that's what I've been playing, Market Ninja and Super Mario 3D Land. Land. I mean, I understand why they were upset about it, but... Right. I figured we voted on it. We might as well finish it. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, were you guys watching it one one night or something? No, no, no. My uh, my college anime club. Oh, you're in my club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But 
Let's go on to the news. Ramble, ramble, ramble. Ramble, ramble, ramble. News, news. So I've got two pieces. Cool. What do you want? Uh, okay. Reese's pieces. So first of all, they've announced a new Yoshi's Island well, game. I was just gonna say, Yoshi's, well, Yoshi's New Island's been around for a little bit, but they announced a new trailer. That's yeah, they haven't put up the new trailer, and it's looking. It looks a lot like the original. Yes. Which is good because the yep. original is great. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's a release date for it yet. Uh, March. March. Somewhere in March, like March fifteenth or something. I will be. I will have my nostalgia glasses firmly put on my head when I play that, and I will hate it immensely. I'm sure. Yep. Uh, the other piece of news I have is that uh, they've announced that Firefly Online, which is going to be the Firefly MMO, which Fox is putting out. God damn it. What does the Fox say? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fandom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What does the Fox say? No Firefly for you. Um, is coming to Steam. Oh, cool. Wait, Firefly and Steam? Is it, is the internet will explode. Free to play or? That has not been announced. Okay. I doubt it will be free to play, knowing Fox. Well, those bastards. Fuck you, Fandom. Yeah. What does the fox say? Uh, Justin Bieber has been around. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um, you, but you do remember what they did when uh, people were making the Jane scarves? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane hats, rather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was such money-grubbing nonsense. So that's that. Um, one piece of news I wanted to bring up was that um, uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition came out. Yep. So it's time to spend money on a game you've already bought. Well, what <laughs> I, what I, and what, the reason why I wanted to bring this up as news is because this whole, like, remaking of everything because nobody's created enough to come up with new I IPs know, right? or new material. <laughs> Same thing with movies. You know, you see the new Godzilla now, is this, coming out. Is this a definitive, like, edition of the game that just came out? Yes. Yeah. Literally, it's the game. And that's why I'm bringing it up. This game literally came out, what, like two years ago, maybe? I Not even. No, not even. Like, not even maybe years. a year. A year, year and a half ago, yeah. Yep. Um, and it was fantastic. Like, I loved it. I thought the graphics were fun. What's interesting, too, about you it don't is... Don't talk to me about that game and what my sister thinks of it. <laughs> oh, I think it's fantastic. No, she's she's like, oh, it's so misogynistic. She's get you know, look, she's crying when she's killing people. I'm like, okay, that's the plot. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's it's. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's really, fu- it's just a good game to play. It really is. And um, the graphics are fine. Now they're on the PS4 and the Xbox One with these definitive collections. And all it is is literally the PC version. Yeah, because the PC version already looked leaps and bounds above the console ones. Yeah, but now on the on the console. PC gaming master race. I still can't tell the difference between these frames per second things. Yeah, thirty versus sixty. And yeah, stuff like and, that. and supposedly you know regular TV runs at twenty four frames per second and HD is higher. And I just I, I haven't I haven't the foggiest. Yeah, I mean as long as you're enjoying yourself, I don't think that really matters. Yeah, I mean, like we, look how much fun I had with Thomas was alone. Yeah. There's yeah. no graphics there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Not only that, but you th- you talk about it. We actually had a great conversation about it when, on our E3 episode when we were talking <coughs> about the Xbox One and the PS4 and you know which one was better and all that. You know that 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 trolling commenced, and it really wasn't about ultimately what the graphic capability is, yep. things like that. And it's the same with the last generation, right? So Xbox when it came out was the system of choice, and it kind of had this huge leap above the PlayStation, and then kind of over time the PlayStation gained some ground on it. Yep, but it right wasn't near because the end. The, Right, but it wasn't because the PlayStation. I mean, the PlayStation always had better graphics capabilities. Yeah, it was because they. It's right. because they. They right. started throwing out games for free and. Yeah, and, and they had good creative like IPs that came out and like the Uncharted series and The Last yep. of Us and people were getting into a little Big Planet. People yep. were getting into that system, right. not because of the technical capability of it, just because they right. were enjoying the game. You know, and the Xbox when it came out had a good stuff. Had the new Halo. It, it's just it yep. has nothing to do with graphics and stuff like that. So I, this for me is kind of crazy, but. 
Yep. I don't mind HD collections. Is. It's but this is just this is a year after the original came out. See, HD collections great. for me are always are, are awesome because the ones that I have have multiple games in them. Exactly, they're collections. Like the, yeah. the, the the DMC, uh, the original Devil May Cry trilogy. I wanted to pick that one up. And uh, and plus more achievements. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted to pick it up because I love the one one and the three. Yeah. I got I got Two, the Budokai, the Dragon Ball Z Budokai fighting games, which I forgot that those were really fun for me. I got those in HD. All right, nice. those are a thing. Yeah, <laughs> those are. They're not I, bad. The third one is a really, really good fighting game, in my opinion. Cool. That's my news. Do you have any more news, Tristan? Or ah, uh, that's pretty much it for me. But you, Patrick. Uh Lissa is still alive. That is my news. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because you're playing casual, right? Shush. Yeah. Be cool. shush now. I think that's all the news I have. So cool. So we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, have some dinner. Have some dinner. So when we get back, we're gonna talk about the Stanley Parable. We'll be fuller. We'll be drunker. Yep. It'll be a more exciting time. I'll, well, I'll be sober a little bit and starving. We'll be sober oh. and starving. <laughs> On the plus side, your diet is going really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plus side is the wrong word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're really proud of you, Patrick. Um, we yeah. will Yay! be right back soon um, with the Stanley Parable. See you in a bit. Too many shadows, whispering voices, faces on posters, too many choices, if, when, why, what, how much have you got, have you got it, do you get it, if so, how often, which you choose, a hard or soft option. Folks, we we're back. back. We're a little bit drunker, a little bit more full than before, as we promised. Played some Rocksmith. Yeah, isn't it cool? It Wait, we promised to do that? I've let you all down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we're going to talk about the Stanley Parable. So again, yes. folks, honestly, here, here's first a disclaimer. Yeah, the first disclaimer is spoiler alert, but you know what? Honestly, it's cheap. It's on Steam. Go pause this. Wait, how cheap is it? Because the last, uh, I seem to think it's 20 bucks. Oh, uh, that's not, that's not right, is it? I, I mean, I just get it during a Steam sale. But if you're listening to this and you are interested and you want to wait to hear our discussion, it only is a, it is a very short game. Technically. Uh, well, well, we'll get it depends it. on how many endings depends you go through. It depends on how you play it. But it can be a short game. You so can beat you it in wait, less than five minutes. You can do Yes, yeah, there's actually an achievement for doing that. Yeah. yeah. So with that being said, spoiler alert, Stanley Parable, your thoughts. Okay. So the big thing I've always heard about this game is that the big idea behind it is the illusion of choice. Sure. Which, when you consider the fact that from the beginning, every possible ending has already been mapped out, mm-hmm. is all you're doing is choosing which ending you get to. Mm-hmm. And there are actually some endings that actually mm-hmm. touch on that. Right. Um, but, oh, dear God, there are so many endings. Uh, <laughs> How many also, are there? 20? Um, 42. Here, let me count them. One, two, three, four. And while Tristan's five. exercising his brain... Would you like to add something, Dan? Would I like to add something? Um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. Um, I It's a very short game, technically, because it's just about... 
it's let's put it this way it's the most replayable game of all time yep uh <laughs> except for maybe way of the samurai 3 which also has like 20 endings yeah because you can just go into it it's a very short game play it beat it go back and do different things again yep and what i found was interesting about it was 18 18 there are 18 different endings at least that have been found thus far sure and and the different what's cool about it is the game is sort of about that illusion of choice but they they put it in different ways depending on which ending you're going for. right and it's also sort of each ending has this sort of like veers off into this other course about discussing something else that's like a a problem with game design Mm -hmm. like one of my favorite endings is the one where you have to it's one of the more ridiculous ones where you have to go in and you have to uh i think it's the portal one did you do the, get the portal ending, the one where you play portal in Minecraft? Yes. Okay. Yep. I got that one yeah. as well. Yeah, that's like the more rebellious one. Um, yep. With and, the and the game with the baby and the fire. Yes. Yep. <laughs> because it makes you test it, and that one's really a commentary on game critics. He's like, oh, you you know, you gave it a one, you aren't giving it a chance. You're trying this, you're doing it the wrong way, you're not playing it the way I thought. You know, I wanted you to play right. it. Uh, apparently, if you play the baby and the fire game for as long as the four narrator, hours. four hour. If you play it for four hours, yeah. something happens. Well, this is a spoiler cast. Tell us. No, I don't know. I haven't uh, seen it. I didn't uh, do that. Yeah. I was just like, there's no way I'm going to sit here for four yeah, hours. I figured there would be something if you well, did playing it, for it for, If you're going to go for the achievement for playing it all of a Tuesday. So. I know, right? Yeah. That's the other thing is with this game is <laughs> the achievements. Yeah, Patrick was really excited about the achievements going into today's discussion. There's actually one achievement that is unattainable. Yep. You cannot 100% the game. Unless you hack it. Unless you hack it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cause I got the five-year achievement. Did you? Yeah. It's easy. You change the data on your computer. You play the game. You set your computer's clock forward five years. You play the game again. Yep. Yeah. Well, that would be cheating, Tristan. <laughs> yeah. Not like I'm going to do that with Batman Arkham City when I have to have my dates with Calendar Man. I know, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so I found a lot of endings. Um, there are quite a few that are... Just um, that you can only get under very specific circumstances. Right. Um, I think my favorite ending mm-hmm. is probably the heaven ending. Now, which one is that? Because we were discussing it before. That's the one where heaven is. Okay, so to get so to get the heaven ending. Yeah. So each time you play through the game, oh, that's another part thing about the game is the game resets. Yeah. A lot. Yes. Um, but then it does weird things, right? Well, there are some endings that have that go over the course of multiple resets. Uh, um, Jesus, yeah. I think I got some of those. Uh, I think it's, it's the one where you follow the yellow line. Yes, I did that one. That that ending spanned multiple. Yes, resets. I remember that because yes, the oh wait, no, we're not gonna do this. I did that though. That set we did that before. We're not doing it again. Yeah, and then yeah. you get to the room well, that line. has that whole ending mapped out. Oh yes, and 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 it has, shows you all of the endings. I think in that room that uh, are it possible. Ju- and it's, it just and, shows you the path of that ending. Oh, that's all it shows you. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> and everything that happens in that storyline, uh, the heaven ending. So each time you play through the game, mm-hmm. one of the computers. In the game, either one of your coworkers or the one um, next to your boss's office, yep. will have a message on it saying, "Awaiting input." Okay. If you use that computer, it'll say "Input received," and it'll mark one of the squares. On your next playthrough, it's a different computer. You have to find it. I didn't do input received. Next playthrough, it's another computer. You have to do it and do it. After four inputs, so after you do this four times, you reset start. 
And the time you start after that, it's Stanley's computer has the message awaiting input. You use it. And you get transported to the heaven ending. Okay. The heaven ending is there's this angelic chorus. You're in an open white space with like clouds and stuff. And there are just buttons surrounding you, spinning around you. Just buttons of all shapes and sizes and colors. And you can run up and just keep hitting all the buttons. And after a while, they reset so you can hit those buttons again. I did not get that ending. That's like my favorite ending because it's just buttons. No, no, no. It's eight 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 eight. Why? Because it's eight eights. Oh, eight eights. That one. Okay, so spoiler to get that achievement, what you gotta do is you have to go to your boss's keypad. Yeah, and just hit eight a bunch of times. You have to hit eight four times in a row. Yeah. It out. You hit. You put in eight four times in a row again. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And it just gives you the achievement? It just gives you the achievement. Did you guys ever put the right code in before you had a chance to yes. mention it to you? Yeah, I did and that. Like, <laughs> the narrator was not happy with me. He's no. like, you just rushed through the game. Just rushing through the game. And now we're going to listen to some new age music because they probably haven't loaded the next area. Oh, it's yep. so good. So it's like, we're just going to make you listen to some new age music. There's so many little like jabs over to like game design like that, like making people wait for a load. Um, you didn't do this the right way. You didn't do this the way I wanted you to do it. Yet I'm giving you all these choices. I just thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, if you play, actually pay, play the baby game yeah. for four hours, you get a special ending. Oh, God. The Divine Art ending, suppose, which is what it says here. Now, did you get the Mariello? Because I think you did. Yeah. Patrick and I did. All right. So I'm, I haven't heard of the Mariello ending. Okay. What happens in that end? Basically, uh, you want to talk about it, Patrick? Uh, Stanley goes batshit insane and ends up dead on the sidewalk, and yes. some woman named Mariello finds him. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Um, that's usually referred to as the... Stanley goes insane and ends up dead on the sidewalk ending? What are they? The nightmare loop is what's usually referred to. Oh, because of the... The looping rooms, yeah. The looping rooms there. Yep. Well, because you loop at one first... Then you have to go in the other door that you're not supposed to go into, and then yeah. the, the loop starts. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, you start flying. You start yeah. seeing the stars. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's also the Zen ending. What's that one? That's the one where you, um, where you do just stay in your office the whole time. Where you go through the lower office, and it's when you have the red and the blue door. Yeah. <coughs> the blue door is the one that takes you to the uh, baby game. Yeah. Yep. If you just go through the red door first time, yeah, you get the Zen ending, and the Zen ending is you and the narrator. Um, the narrator creates this room that you oh, go yes. into. It's just yeah, peaceful, serene music yeah. and the lights and the, yeah, yeah. And then you have to climb up the stairs and, and fling fall. yourself off the stairs over and, and over. over and over again until you fall to your death. Yes, I did that ending. And right. the narrator's like, "Really? Are you really going to do this to me? Yeah. Would you really kill yourself to take this away from me? <laughs> yeah, I did that one." Did you do the other fall to your death ending? By oh, of the, uh, course. Did you do the other one where you step on the platform and back away? I don't yeah. know if it's considered a separate ending or not. Probably um, not because it's so similar. I don't think that one is. Because if you step on the platform and then back right off immediately, it starts going without yep. you. And he's like, oh, you know it's not coming back. <laughs> you like, know it's not coming back. Like, right? You just stand here or you could you know, try to tempt fate and fall down here. I think you'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> then you drop and die. And he's like, oh, you won't be okay. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the you are very powerful ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we all agree, Stanley, you are very powerful. Yeah. Yep. As soon as I said no jump, it, 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 do not jump off the thing. I was just like jumping, jumping off the yeah. thing. <laughs> now, when you guys first played it, I think one of the, one of the 
the cooler questions about this game is, and it might be harder for you. I kind of remember, and I know Patrick will because it was today. You know, he played it for the first time today, actually. Um, similar to what I this, I call that the Dan Zarzicki scramble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now somebody else in the team is doing it. Um, is, what was the first one that you did? The first ending you ended up picking or ended up? I don't know if this counts, but the game didn't load properly when I first put it in. <laughs> Like, I left the office and none of the narration was happening, so I ran over to where you the first choice, quote-unquote, is. Well, the second choice, if you count leaving your office, where it says, pick the door. He says, Stanley went in the door on the left. And you go in the door on the right, and it's the lounge. Yep. Yeah, that room didn't load. I, I There was oh, just a doorway, weird. and there was just a wall <gasps> on the other side of the door. I was like... Oh, that's weird. Looking left and right, and I was like, well, back to my office. But, you know, for all And then we... I locked myself in there and got stuck. But here's the thing, is that for all we know... That's an ending. That may just be an ending. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, that, that's the thing with this game, is you never know. There are a few <coughs> endings that I think you have to just reset, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, because he said, he said you leave your office, and I sat there for like a minute, and I was like... If oh. you close your office door, that's a different ending. Oh, I know. Really? I know. Yeah, that. if you just... Well, see, that's what I ended up doing after I found that dead end, and he just, he never spoke to me. Hmm. Okay, but what was your first real ending then? If we're not um, uh, jumping off the platform, what was the first ending? That's cool, yeah. interesting. Uh, I decided I would go into this as methodically as possible. Like, okay, so you did everything. Left door, 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 right door, left door, left door, right door. Oh wow! Left door, right door, left door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just like as methodically as possible. So the first one I got, which is okay. So the only way to get the true quote-unquote ending. The achievement uh, ending, yeah. Right, is to actually follow all the narrator's commands. Right. Yep, which, which I, I did. Yep, yep, I did one of those, too. Yep, that's the only way to and get the true achievement. And it was exceedingly boring. That's the first one I did. Exceedingly, exceedingly boring. Yep. <laughs> which I think is is kind of an interesting commentary on the whole, again, yep. the illusion of change. The yep. only way to actually win the game is to give up choice. But is that really winning? Well, it's the, it's the winning that you get the achievement for. And in the end, isn't that what really matters? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I not, not on Steam. You don't get achievement points Steam. on Steam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, you get you get trading cards. Um, anyway. Yep. I didn't get any trading cards for Stanley Parable. I, don't, I didn't either. I got some for Mark of the Ninja, though, but not for Stanley Parable. I got Parable any yet. for Stanley Parable. I'll have to check. But um, what I think I think is cool about that, what you just said there, is this is sort of brings to light that sort of illusion of choice thing in a way that like a game like Portal just sort of envelops it. So like in Portal, you're supposed to kind of go into the backdoor areas as part of the game, but it feels like you're breaking it or something when you yep. first start playing it. You're like, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be well, here, am Portal I? Portal 1, there are rooms you can go into that that are just there. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, the when you get there, and you're like, oh man, I just discovered this. Like this isn't, I'm not supposed to be here kind of because the way it looks. You it's know too I mean? linear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a puzzle game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Stanley Parable is Total linear. Total idiot. It's yeah. just completely, insanely, branchingly linear. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because there's no jump button. I think that's the first. Imagine this game with the jump button. Uh, there the are actually unlocked. things you can climb on. Really? Yes. Uh, one of the endings, it's really hard to get. What you have to do is you have to, um, in the first room, you uh, you have to climb over desk 434, crouch, and then so you have to climb up onto the There's desk, onto the computer. Yes, you can crouch onto the windowsill. Then you crouch and go out the window. Oh, really? To see the weather? <coughs> no, no, there is no world. It's just this white, empty space that you just walk around in. 
And then everyone's like, well, you weren't actually supposed to get here. Yeah. Yep. Um, Which reminds me of the baby ending. Yeah. Well, this is completely untextured. You just found a completely untextured empty space. Good good job with that. Yeah. And there's no way to get back in. See, so then you have to reset. Yeah, that's are, that's one of the rules things. of the game is the, the closing doors after you leave them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's also apparently an ending uh, where what you can do is once you if you get right into the boss's office. God damn it, Patrick. I know I forgot something. Uh, so if you get into the boss's office and then immediately back out before the door can close. Yep. The door closes in front of you, and that leads you to a different ending if you go all the way back to Stanley's office. Like, there's um, there's also apparently an ending you can only get if you open up and the office walls are blue. Okay. Instead of that sort of... I did that one, too. Yellow. I saw walls that. walls are blue. I saw that, but how does it... At least in Mariello? No. No, no. Because I saw that wall, but uh, I didn't know what to do the office walls there. are yellow... Yep. Oh, I saw one where they were blue. They're, so the office walls are usually yellow. <coughs> There's one where it's blue. Right. There's a random chance that any single restart of the walls will be blue. Okay. There's an ending you can get only if the walls are blue. What do you have to do? You have to You have to open uh, door 426. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's ridiculous. There's also one of my restarts. The uh, Instead of the office being just slightly askew, there was paper everywhere. And I have oh, no yeah, idea what was supposed to happen. Randomly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that had anything to do with anything. There are there are t- random events that just change the layout like ever so slightly that have no bearing on the game. Yeah. Except for some things like this, where <laughs> if the walls are blue, you can get one ending. Also, like the uh, the white the um the out the window, you can only do that if the walls are yellow. Interesting. For some bizarre reason. Yeah. Because this game is like that. <laughs> the game is nuts. What was your uh? Oh, my first, my first, en- first ending was one of the more rebellious ones. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I went right into it, knowing I was going to go against everything he said. Yep. So I did yep. almost the exact opposite of what you did. I went right when he said to go left. I went into the blue door and so the red door. I kept going into the blue door, but he kept recommending it. So I think one of my first endings actually was like the Minecraft. Yep. Portal that's the that's the um, baby. Yeah, that's the most like rebellious ending. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, uh, one of my endings was where you take the escape route right before the mind yep, control I've area. That. I've done that before too. That one yep. was annoying. What happened? Well, that's that the one, one that gets you to. Oh, that's when you get crushed, right? Yeah. Well, except that. But that female narrator museum. stops you and then brings you to the museum. Yeah. You haven't seen the museum? I must have. It's where you've got all like the design set pieces and stuff. Oh, I did go there. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, what was I trying to think of? Um, <laughs> oh, uh, did you guys, when you found the broom cupboard... Yes, I opened it. How long did you stay in it? Oh, I didn't stay in there very long. If you stay in there for a really long period of time, the narrator just gets more and more upset with you. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize I could open it. I clicked on it and didn't open. Yep, you can click on it and open it up. And it's like, Stanley entered a room that had absolutely no purpose. There's nothing here to pick up, nothing here to advance the story, and so Stanley was just wasting time. <coughs> yes. Wasting time, Stanley. I did that in the uh, the lounge. Yep. That's yep. another one where you can just You can waste put. time, and he, and he keeps getting more and more angry with you as you do it. I don't know if there's any yep. ending there, but he eventually just gets more and more angry. Not and that you, I'm aware and of. just leave eventually, yeah. He stops talking. You're like, all right, I'm done. What's really cool, though, is it's plant Like, they planned out the narration around your move speed. Mm-hmm. So perfectly, sort like of. especially going through the the break room. Oh, okay, yeah. Like 
if you just book it yeah through the break room yeah. like you don't stop yeah the his narration cuts out and starts the second part of it yeah at just the right part where it actually completes the sentence right that's cool like Stanley entered the break room but eager to be on his way he moved on yeah that's cool and eager to be on his way whereas opposed to if you get in there stay in there a little while he knows and it. then go then it that's a little different which is like the amount of just attention to detail yeah. that went into this game is ridiculous. Yep. Some would say psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> In case she was, Ending, she yeah. was sane. She was normal. And for a brief second, <laughs> for a brief moment, she stood there and looked at this crazy man who had died on the sidewalk. It's actually funny. I didn't discover the, the real ending until today. I was playing a little bit again to get back into it. You mean that? You mean the uh, the, the, the prescribed one? Yeah, yeah, the one where you have to follow everything that the narrator says. I didn't get there until today. I just was so involved in getting into these other scenarios and trying different things out. Another <coughs> one I didn't do because again I was just so in, into being rebellious throughout the whole thing and finding the rebellious endings was the one with the mannequin in your house, your apartment. Yes, where if yeah. you if you ride the uh, the what you call it the little tram thing that takes you over and yep, if you don't and you drop pick up the phone and. Yeah, if you don't drop down to that catwalk and you just stay on there, there's another ending over there that I was Which like, is about oh, yeah. how about how Stanley is slowly dying. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact: when you get to the phone, you can unplug the phone. Oh, really? And that's another ending. Oh, Jesus! That's the uh, real person ending. Oh God! Where, where the narrator goes, wait, what? What did you do? Did you unplug the phone? That's not even supposed to be a choice. How did you? Wait a minute. You're not Stanley, are you? You're a real person. They didn't tell me I'd have a real person in this. <laughs> oh my god, this changes everything. Where are my notes? Where are my notes? Yeah. And he just he just flips his lid. Yeah. Okay, we have to play this after we're done. So I can show you guys. This narrator is that narrator is perfect, by the way. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The British narrator is all over the place in these sort of indie titles or just just yep. games in general. There's a if it's comedic at all and there's a narrator who's British. Yeah, Wheatley. Wheatley. Well, he's not really a narrator, but yeah, that's different. A little different, but I mean, he's British. Well, you, you just gotta love that accent. There's another game oh. we played recently. Oh, um, freaking uh, Bastion. No, uh, Thomas ba- was alone. Thomas was alone. All oh, right, you. yeah, it has yeah. the British, the British narrator too. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, Bastion is like a sounds like what's his face from the Dodge commercials. Uh, uh, I was just thinking narrators. Uh, <coughs> yeah, the narrator is like yeah, the, narrators like, that narrate as you do things. Yeah. Oh, just okay. Just think of narrators in general. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that one has a narrator. That, which is well, cool. I mean, like, like literally, as you do stuff in the game, yeah. he says things. Yeah, he says things. Yeah. <laughs> he just started breaking shit. You know, kids just started breaking stuff. You know. Not like uh. Just not like what the what the heck is it um. Narrators who set you up and then you go free and then you don't hear from the narrator for a while, like uh, Liam Neeson in Fallout Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, hey, all right, see you. In. It's well, like, well, this is the setup. Go have fun. Yeah. Well, except in Fallout Three, the whole point is to find him again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least for the first bit of the game. Yeah. Which we oh, excuse me. That's not that's not Liam Neeson. That's um Ron Perlman. No, that was Liam no, that's Neeson. Liam Neeson. That's Liam Neeson. No, no, no. Ron Perlman does the the intro. War, war never changes. Oh, that's oh, Ron Perlman. Oh, the intro. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was Ron Perlman. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Liam Neeson is your dad. Yep. <laughs> Papa. Dad. dad. I don't know what you're doing with Mike Jones. <laughs> I'm not going to make that joke. 
I'm not going to make. I don't know a who taken, you are. I'm not make a taken joke right but now. I will find you. Tristan, were you the one who told me it was Ron Perlman, or did somebody else tell me that? I don't think it was me. I think it was someone else. It certainly wasn't me because I just found out for the first time right now. Yeah. You're a Ron Perlman virgin. <laughs> oh my god, I love Ron. Perlman. RPV. His his favorite line that he has, my favorite line of his that he has ever uttered is from Hellboy. Of course it is. I'm a terrible shot, but this gun has really, really big, big bullets. bullets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <coughs> I love Ron Perlman. He's really good in uh, Sons of Anarchy as well. Yeah. If you have ever checked that one out. Yeah. I haven't checked that out, I should say. He's in some new commercial now with a bunch of other actors, like Christopher Lloyd and Daddy Trejo, and I have no idea what the commercial's about anymore. I just know Here. that those stars are in it. Have, oh, have you seen the um, the Japanese Attack on Titan Subaru commercial? Nope. It's it's a commercial for Subaru that starts off, and you're kind of like, oh, it, it's kind of like poking fun and sort of like emulating Attack on Titan. And then, no, fucking Titans show up. Like, just straight there. It's just like, wait, what? One thing I wanted to say about Stanley Parable. I know, right? Is um, I, I find it fascinating. Like, the graphics aren't wonderful by any stretch of the imagination, but how like how much the source engine continues to hold up. I think I talk about oh it. Oh, my God, yeah. Every time... Every time a, uh, a new game's released with it. Yeah, Gabe Newell actually isn't morbidly obese. He's just filled with money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it still looks good. I'm sorry, Gabe. Yeah. yeah. The Source Engine, like, if, have you guys seen, I'm sure, some, at least some of you have seen Black Mesa. Oh, I want to play the Black Mesa Maybe Black so Mesa. Like, it looks really good. Black Mesa Source, I need to play, but I, I don't think I can because I think it's PC only. But Probably. Which makes no sense because the Source Engine has been ported to Mac. Yeah, yeah. And well. Linux. Yep. And has been for a really long time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Maybe I, I just don't know because I haven't played in a while. Let's find out. We'll find out. We'll once find out done. afterwards, yeah. But, um, yeah, the Source Engine continues to look really good. What was your favorite ending in the Stanley Parable? Unless we already mentioned it. Well, again, I only got through about yeah, five. I think five, yeah. I think my favorite one humor-wise was uh, the jumping off the, the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first one you did? Yeah. yeah. Uh. I don't know. I think uh, I think the one in the museum was a little drawn out for me. Yeah. I didn't really like it. Well, it just I, th- I think that ending is is mainly to. It, it's like the um, uh, Insomniac Museum yes. in Ratchet and Clank games. Yeah. Yeah. That's his purpose. Is yeah. this is the ending where you get to see all the kind of behind the scenes stuff? Yeah, it's yep. just like a behind the scenes ending, right? Where you can take as much time with it as you want. It's almost like yeah. not there to be an ending as much as it's there to be like a little trinket. And yeah. Kind of see yep. some stuff. Yeah. That, and that, then the, that was my impression. Of and that. then fucking with the blue and red doors was hilarious. Yes. Because I, I, I felt really accomplished that I outsmarted him when he tried to hide the blue door. Yep. Oh, behind you? Yep. Yeah. You turn yeah. around and there's a blue door. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, was, that was the first ending I had. I was like, nope, gotcha. So take that door. I was like, nope, I'm going back. And the only reason I figured that out was because of antechamber. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, let's see. I, I really enjoyed that ending. Uh, I didn't so much enjoy the ending where I locked myself in my office. <laughs> that, one's I, got, that was depressing as hell. Yeah. I was just kind of like, you're saying years are passing, but I'm looking at a clock. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's one ending. I forget which one it is. I think it may be the real person ending. Where it ends with you on top of the first room no. with the doors, and you're looking down, and you see Stanley there. And you can hear the narrator like muffled being like, Stanley? Stanley, are you okay? And he's just standing there. And the credits roll, and you're on top, like, walking around. It's really weird. No, I did not do that. I did not get that. That must be the real person one or one of those. Yeah. I'll, tell, I'll tell you right now. Uh, I watched somebody play the Parable demo. Yeah. And the game is much better than the demo. 
The oh. demo, in my opinion, was just awful. Yeah. Well, oh, did yeah. you see the um, Steam Train demo? No. So, uh, so Danny Sexbang and uh, Robert Ross, as the guys who do Steam Train, actually got a different. Oh yeah, version you, you, of you the talked demo about this. You talked about this. Then mentioned them by name. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we should watch that when we're done. There's a lot more stuff we should do when we're done with this. But things to do at Tristan's abode. Do. That's cool. I um, would you like? recommend this game to people? Yes. You would, okay. Oh, it de- yeah. It depends. I know I, you would. I, I, I have <laughs> specifically one friend that I would never recommend it to in a million years. Yeah, yeah. Because they, he'd get annoyed at it? Yeah. Yeah. He would just, he would, he's the kind of person that keeps coming back to Call of Duty because he likes the way it plays. Ugh. Even though he acknowledges that it's bad. Yeah. Oh, poor bastard. This is a sort of game that, like, in the same vein, I don't know if you guys played. Um, it's much Dear more. Esther. It's much more cerebral. Yeah. Then yeah. Did you hear Dear Esther? Or did you play Dear Esther? I have it. I haven't touched it because I've heard very very bad things about it. Yeah, it's terrible. But it's not really. <laughs> but it's not. A, but it's not really a game. It's terrible. And, and like this is. This, I almost don't consider this game a game <coughs> in a lot of sense. It's almost like a a biography on game design or something. It's a romp. Or, yeah, a romp. Yeah, it's a romp. <laughs> I don't even know that I would be able to recommend it to a lot of my a lot of my friends because it's just so. Rompy, then and rompy, than <laughs> than everything else. It really isn't a so much an objective unless you you know just follow what finding the, the tells you to do to find that ending and finding the other endings. But you know, there's no jump button. You really have limited interaction. So you typically, except for very few cases like the broom closet and that door, um, or actually have sort of control over you have any control over anything you're doing. You're just really walking through the game and letting it happen. There's yeah, lots of little things that you can find though. Yeah, yes, there are. Like door four thirty. There's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that achievement me. is hilarious. Because it has you go all fucking over the place. Yep. The achievement for door 430. I don't think I got that one. It's, yeah, you click on it and it disappears. And then you have to find it again. It, four more times. Or And the narrator has you like go around and do other things. Like run over here and click on door 227 like eight times. <clears throat> well, you do it the first five times and the narrator goes, what, that's it? That's not really enough for an achievement. No, no, an achievement should be more than this. Look, and then the door disappears, and it's like... <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I, I also like the, the menu that said achievements disabled, yeah. even though I got achievements before I enabled them. Yeah, yeah. you hit enable, and it gives you an achievement. Yep. That was a really good one. I like that. That was hilarious. Also the, I discovered that today as well. Also, the no, we took it out in achievement, where you just keep hammering the space bar to try... Oh, you keep really? hammering the space bar to try and jump, and eventually there's an achievement that's yeah. just... No, no, we took it out. You can't jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not one of the list of ten. Because I, I looked and I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that either. But anyway. Because I've got three out of the ten. I have um, eight, eight. There's eight, 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 eight. Play it for a full Tuesday. Play it five years after. Uh, oh, God, what are the other ones? Door 430. So that's four out of the out of the, the seven that I'm missing. Um, the unachievable. That's five. <laughs> here, I'm I'm redownloading Steam onto here. Give me one sec. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, there's only ten. Yeah, there's only. But do you? Uh, I mean, you don't really care though, because it's not an Xbox achievement, right? Yeah, but if it's if it's a cha- if it's achievable and it's easy, I'll do it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Because hmm. it, it contributes to Steam level, I believe, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yes. And Raptor, Steam which doesn't mean level. a thing, but what's Raptor? 
it, like it's basically service. it's basically an achievement tracker that tracks all platforms. Oh, that's cool. And then you have like a big level there. Yeah, and it tracks playtime as well, yeah. and measures you against everybody else on Raptor. Nice. Like, unfor- like I forget what games I'm like bullshit in a stick higher than everybody else because I just won't stop playing them. That's Minecraft cool. was one for the longest time. Yeah, yeah I. Uh... The only problem I have with that is that typically people will stick to one system. Like my, you know, my achievement score on Xbox is yeah, like next to nothing because all the games I buy that I want to get achievements for, if they're the same, I will buy on the PlayStation because that's where my level. There is. are crazy people that will get as many achievements as they can on the Xbox, and then they will do the same thing on the PS3. For Raptor, and yeah, and no, not not just just, just not just for them for true achievements and true trophies. Oh, nice. That's a that's a different uh, website combination. There's a true trophies. Okay. Yeah, and then there's um that's brand new by the way. Oh, is it okay? <clears throat> and then there are people who uh hack games yeah. for the PC so that they get all the achievements they already got on the Xbox on the PC. Yeah, those people upset me. Library. It's like oh you got Dawn of War and got two thousand gamer score for scratching your ass. Yeah. <laughs> It happens. Are you? What are you looking up right now? Stanley Parable. Stanley Parable. I don't know what really there else there is to talk about about this game. It's. I mean, it's. It's a short game. Whose idea was this? Yeah, that was my idea. That was both our ideas. <laughs> I, I mean, guess what we we're uh, not really okay, getting. It's, so it's currently fifteen bucks on Steam. Oh, okay. That's five dollars less than what I thought. <laughs> Yay, math. What I will. What I will submit. Um, Wait, you're not gonna. What I will submit is this: is that statement that we hear a lot about, about these sort of things and how games are art. Like, things like Shadow of the Colossus being considered art, you know, things like Thomas's Lone being art. Which brings us to today's hype and gripe. Oh boy! <laughs> I, and here I am. I'm still trying to look up all the achievements. And here I am thinking that you had forgotten. No. <laughs> nope. So today's hype and gripe. The category. Oh, for those of you who don't know, hype and gripe is basically I come up with a subject, hype, or Tristan has to come up and defend it with his life. <laughs> Patrick, on the uh, other hand, gripe, defend or defends the opposite point, counters even, it. Even if I like he's, it, he is. Even if he likes <laughs> it, he's the demon. Even if I hate it, I the have Tristan's to angel. It. He. That's correct. Uh, as we know all too well. Like we did the the first time we did first hype and gripe, but he had to defend the X bone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I seriously just called it the so, X bone. Yes, you did. <laughs> so hype. Stanley Parable is art. Dude, it's totally art. Like, how it plays with our perceptions and how it plays with the basic ideas behind most video games. I love how meta it is. Um, okay, so the achievement that I was trying to think of is it's called You Can't Jump. Okay. And the note for that is, no, seriously, we disabled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. Um, that, yeah, I do have that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's Welcome Back, which is quit the game and then start it again. Yep. Hell, there's an achievement you cannot get. Yep. Like, and, and the developer ending, where it plays with all this stuff. It is, it's almost, okay. The only thing I can think of that's kind of more meta and more of a commentary on the games industry is the art C-level of um, No Time to Explain. Okay. Uh, where it's like, video games are art! Mm, okay. <laughs> um, I'll just show you guys at some point. What is this game? There's so much stuff to see. But for Stanley Parable, I I would consider it well. I would consider it up there with something like um, a modest proposal. Okay. You know, like Jonathan Swift. That's a sort of a scathing commentary on modern times. Yep. Is 
is how where I would put it on sort of the art spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not the Mona Lisa, like you know, a grand painting. It's not this beautiful thing that people come and yep. see, but it is a poignant piece that kind of just hits at what games have become yep. and how constraining they are. Okay, I smell beer. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. And stuff. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I'd totally say that Stanley Parable, um, you know, maybe not in the same vein as like Shadow of the Colossus, but should definitely be considered an artistic piece. Or Mass Effect 3. Twitch. Twitch. What do you think about that statement? The the fact that Stanley Parable is art? Yeah. Uh, I think that calling it art is actually an injustice to itself. Yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's the I think it's the man in the tinfoil hat banging cans together and screaming at the pictures in the art gallery. Nice. Uh, <laughs> more than it is the actual art pieces. Because nice. it's it's sort of just holding up a mirror to everything video gaming and laughing in its face. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that a lot actually. That's sort of like every ending has like a different sort of commentary, a different perspective on some piece of of the gaming culture. It, it, yeah. It's most clear in the most rebellious ending when he asked you to rate the games. That yeah, that's doing. what yep. I mean. And, yeah. and I just gave him ones one, to spite that's what him. I did too. Yeah, I just to spite him. Yeah. Really, a one? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I wasn't even like that's I wasn't even really? thinking about it in terms of the meta. I was just like, I'm going to spite you <laughs> yeah. because I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> And then he shows you a different game. He's like, how about this game? You like this one, right? Yeah. That's yeah. the one where he does Minecraft, right? Yeah. That's a very and the portal. Ending. That's a very long ending. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah but I liked it, though, because yeah. you kind of got lost in the in the, uh, in the the fifth floor yeah. that you fell down to somehow. Yeah. 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 And I was just kind of like walking around like, okay, Mr. Narrator. Now I'm going to check it out. Stanley, check it out. Look, I'm going to build a house. <laughs> See, I see. I couldn't listen to that dialogue though, because the <laughs> the first thing I thought of was Jack Patillo from Achievement Hunter. But I, I don't know if you've seen this video. I forget which video it is. I think it's the it's the race to the Nether, and he builds like the full portal, and he's about to light it, and um, Michael rage quit. He just comes up behind him and absolutely reams his asshole, <laughs> and of course he respawns up top, and he's like, "I'm gonna build a house. I'm gonna build a house." <laughs> And Michael didn't even want to win because he had to leave. But he just sits. He just sits there, standing guard in front of the portal. He's like, "No, seriously, Jack, just just come back. I'll let you in." <laughs> He's like, "Nope, I'm building a house." That's awesome. Nope, I'm building a house. Screw you. So, so as soon as as soon as the narrator said that, I was like, "Jack." Well, and I like I like that he that in that it's like, well, let's see. Well, do you like this game? And he picks Minecraft, which yeah. is one of the which is like the most open game there yes. is. Yeah. Yep. Because you've been... And then he says it's too yeah. linear. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Total Biscuit, is this you? Yeah. Um. <laughs> he does that, and then he gives you the portal, which is super linear. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, I think when I got to that point, I think I rated it... I think I picked three. Yeah. And it was like, what? A three? Really? <laughs> I mean, I could understand if you hated it or if you loved it, but a three? I'd be interested to go what back and hit fives and see what happens. Yeah. Well, he ending. might not. He might not give you the. Same, he might not give you new games. Maybe not. I might just end it there. Yeah, which is very possible. I know, especially with a game like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> cool. And that's Stanley Parable. I don't think there really is too much more to. That's the problem with Stanley Parable. You really can't talk about it other than pointing out how silly it is. Yeah. Which is really strange because it's pointing out how silly everything else is. Yeah. 
Right. No, I think that the two things that today got out of this, and the reason why it fits for this sort of series, this 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 podcast and segment, is that it is a commentary that we can talk about. It is yeah. short enough we can slam through it and talk about the different endings that we experience. Talk about our account. It's, I think it's a good choice. Yeah. I I, I just really. Uh, just to expand on what I said earlier, I think it's really selling Stanley Parable short to call it art when yeah. it's pointing out yeah. that video games on are, some level are not treated like art. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the ratings game. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, that's kind of like saying it's like, um, you walk up to somebody and that person immediately says to me, don't call me Mr. Hat. And you say, okay, Mr. Hat. Mr. Hat. Yeah. It's like... It's something out of spite that you do only to people you absolutely hate. And when you've just met a person, you can't really... Right. I don't know. Then, then again, there are people that their very voice irks the center of my being. It's like nails on a goddamn chalkboard. Oh, no, it's not even nails on a goddamn chalkboard. It's it's this one guy that I know that is a friend <laughs> of a friend, and he walks, he, he comes into the party, and he starts talking, and I just want to punch somebody. Yeah. And it's not. He doesn't have an annoying voice. It's just I don't know what it is. It's the timbre of it. Yep. How did we get here? I will. No, no. I will say that there, in my entire life, there have only been three people that I truly and absolutely hate on a personal level. I can't wait to talk about that with you <laughs> after the podcast is over. Uh, another side note: I got kicked from a game of Rainbow Six Vegas two because a guy on the other team. This this is the other team. Therefore, he cannot hear me. Yep. Said he didn't like my voice. Yeah. And he was a friend of a friend, and my friend uh, didn't defend me at all. Yeah. So they were probably trolling you. I just removed him and moved on. There you go. There you go. Because I was, I was kicking their ass. That must have been what it was. Sometimes that's what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. That's your lesson today on the spoiler cast. Whether it's being rebellious. And falling to your death of your own volition. Or... Okay. Damn it, I can't think I, of let's be perfect. <laughs> let's be perfectly clear, okay? I didn't know there was fall damage. That was my I wonder if there's fall damage moment. Yeah. And that's yes, like, that's like every is. single asshole in a first person shooter that it goes, "Is there friendly fire?" and then immediately blast the team with a grenade. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just asking somebody first. Actually, there there are two endings that involve falling to your death. Yeah. Yeah, there's the Zen ending, and there's the <laughs> your very powerful ending. Although you don't fall to your death in the rebellious ending, despite falling more than anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. Correct. You fall really far, and it just kind of like floats to the bottom. That's why. Then again, those... that's after you play Portal, so maybe you had those leg things. Oh, that's true. Ooh. I didn't think about that. Yeah, correct. Because you can't take fall damage in Portal at all, which is a godsend. Yeah, thank God. When you play with physics like that, yeah. I know, right. <laughs> Well, do you remember the do you remember the um um the fake ad for the falling for the fall boots? No, the in, long fall boots. And where was that? It was one of the here. Oh, it was in Stanley Parable? No, no, it was in um Portal. in Portal. Aperture investment opportunity number 4. Boots. <laughs> um, Portal 1 or Portal 2? Portal 2. Oh. It's a promotional video they put out being like um, think of them as a leg-based suit of armor for the Aperture Science Portal device. That's awesome. I actually have it here. It's cool. We'll watch it. Yeah, after. We'll watch it after. We got a lot of stuff to watch after. We do have a lot of stuff to do, so we'll just wrap it up. Wrap do it we up have here? a lot of stuff to do, or are we choosing to do a lot of We're stuff? Choosing to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. So that's the Stanley Parable. Buy it. Try it. Try it out. Get on a Steam sale or something if you're not. And if you try the demo, be aware that it is not indicative of the main game. <laughs> which is go. which is kind of funny because the whole point of the demo 
and he actually talks about this, is to give you an idea of what the Stanley Parable is about. Yep. It's just, the, my, my final thought on the Stanley Parable demo is just it, the the comedic pace is off. Oh, is it? Okay. It yeah. just it just really feels off. Yeah. So I just don't judge it by the demo. It, yeah. Which is unfortunate. Which is unfortunate because That's you really don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the whole idea of a demo. So sneaky bastard. So there it is. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think that it would be worth maybe ten dollars or less if you just like if you're not really like looking to really get involved in it just to try it out. Yeah. Or you could buy Fire Emblem Awakening. Or you could buy Fire Emblem Awakening and, and start addicted. shipping. Be addicted like we are to that game. We. Stalin sewing. Was the last they time you played kiss. it? Soon. They both ride horses. They're both tanks. Their children will be all powerful in the next generation. Said, yeah, hey, right, that's for some I got a phone call from the Lord saying, hey, boy, guess what? Right now. So we're drinking, 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 drinking Coca Coca Cola. I can feel it running right on down, right on down my throat. And as we're headed down the road towards tiny cities made of ashes, I'm gonna get dressed up in plastic, gonna shake hands with the masses. I got a phone call from the board saying, hey boy, guess what? Right now.